sure how I was the one to agree to attend a mass Christmas or New Year's Day, but here we are. Uh, even if we're watching fireworks last night and celebrating uh, to bring in this new year. I know there definitely is a certain sadness here in the city of Rome with the passing of Pope Benedict uh, yesterday, so we want to be sure we pray for him at Mass. Uh, just all throughout his life, in his teaching, his, his preaching, his ministry, we can see the desire of his own heart to really know the face of Christ. And so we're praying that uh, as he enters into uh, eternal life, that he might come to know Christ in a totally new, more profound way, uh, and that uh, this desire of his heart might truly be fulfilled in the life of heaven. So as we celebrate uh, New Year's, it's always just kind of an interesting time. Uh, there's often, in the last few weeks, it's usually a time to review the previous year, right? Anytime you're looking at the news, you look at all the celebrities who died this past year, Major, major moments uh, that have happened. Uh, if you have Spotify, you list all the songs you listen to, or podcasts you listen to during the year. Uh, and so you're kind of just taking stock of what's, what's happening, but hopefully also we're looking ahead uh, of what's going to come in this new year. And I think it's it's important that we do that. And as we begin this new year, we kind of take stock of everything that's happened and also start to, to look ahead and see what the Lord might have in store for us. But as Christians, we have to ask the question of what guides us as we go forward? What guides us as we enter into this new year? Because we don't want to just wander aimlessly. We don't want to just kind of stumble around and just kind of somehow get to the end of this year uh, without really looking at what the Lord desires for us. So I want to share a few words from Pope Benedict uh, from the end of his encyclical Space Salve, a uh, beautiful encyclical on hope uh, that speaks to this reality, uh, and especially about the role of the Blessed Mother we celebrate today on this feast uh, of Mary, the Mother of God. So Pope Benedict says to us, with the hymn composed in the 8th or 9th century, thus, for over a thousand years, the Church has greeted Mary, the Mother of God, as Star of the Sea, Ave Mari Stella. Human life is a journey. Towards what destination? How do we find a way? Life is like a voyage on the sea of history, often dark and stormy, a voyage in which we watch for the stars that indicate the route. The true stars of our life are the people who have lived good lives. They are lights of hope. Certainly Jesus Christ is the true light, the sun that has risen above all the shadows of history. But to reach him, we also need lights close by, people who shine with his lights and so guide us along our way. Who more than Mary could be a star of hope for us? With her yes, she opened the door of our world to God himself. She became the living ark of the covenant whom God took flesh, became one of us, and pitched his tent among us. And I just I love those words. Christ truly is the light for which we long. Every human heart desires to live in the light of Christ, whether they're Catholic or not, whether they're Christian or not, whether they know it or not, Christ is the light that every human heart longs for. But to reach him, as Pope Benedict says, we need that help. We need holy people to help us along the way. People to show us what it means to live a life of faith, what it means to live a life of hope, what it means to live a life of love. And so these might be people that we know, family or friends that we know very well. It might be people that we've had kind of chance encounters with that have somehow changed the way that we live. Maybe it's a saint 
that we have a particular devotion to, these different lights that help illumine the way and the journey towards Christ, who truly is the light. But as Pope Benedict says, Mary stands out in a particular way. We know that because of her immaculate conception, she's conceived without sin and lives her entire life free from sin. And so this means that the light of Christ can shine most perfectly, most brightly uh, from within her. And so whenever we sin, we know that, that that darkens the light of Christ that shines within us, but Mary shines radiantly. And so whenever we need to know what we might be called to do, whenever we need to know what the next step looks like, we want to look at her. She's illumined perfectly by Christ. She teaches us what it means to truly respond to the invitation of the Lord, and then how to stay faithful to that response, no matter what might come. You're right, none of us know what this next year holds, uh, January 1st, 2024. We don't know what we will have experienced over the last 12 months, but we want to be faithful to the yes we give to Jesus. We want to be faithful to the Lord, no matter the joys or sorrows that might come, and we want to learn what that yes looks like uh, from looking at our blessed mother. So as we begin this new year, I want to just encourage all of us to stay close to Mary. She's truly the star that most perfectly guides us to her son. We stay close to her by faithfully praying the rosary, meditating on the mysteries of Christ's life with his mother. We stay close to her by celebrating the great feasts of Mary throughout the year, especially just remembering Saturday as a day dedicated to our lady. At the end of each day, we commend our days, we commend our lives to her intercession, uh, praying, asking for prayers that we might always remain faithful to her son. So we know that when Jesus comes to us through Mary, the best way for us to go to him is through her as well. So let's at this Mass ask for Mary's prayers that we might stay close to her as the Mother of God, so that she might gently guide us to Christ, the light of the world.